This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach Brooke Booth, episode number 16. Today I'm going to talk about 10 signs to be aware of to tell you if you need help in your mixed faith marriage. So when my faith transition happened, my husband and I were, I'll say this very honestly, we were ill-equipped to handle the marriage transition that came as a result of the faith transition. Now, we are both smart, educated, accomplished professionals. I mean, we weren't even super young. I was in my late 30s. He was in his early 40s. We were ill-equipped to handle the faith-slash-marriage transition. We could do very many things successfully. We could travel internationally. We could understand mortgages. We could recognize a broken bone from a sprain for the large part, but we couldn't seem to figure this out. I, I remember asking myself a question, if I'm so smart, why can't I solve my mixed faith marriage? Sometimes we need a little help. Sometimes we need a sounding board. Sometimes we need somebody looking over our shoulder and pointing out a few things. Someone who's not in the weeds with us. Now, I've used sisters, mother, friends, therapists, coaches, and I've used them all at once. And they were absolutely necessary in helping me navigate the mixed faith marriage due to a faith transition. So here are the 10 signs that you may need help navigating your own mixed faith marriage. Number one, you say, I'm fine when you are not fine. We do this a lot. It's a form of passive aggression. And it's frankly just dishonest. Think of the toll of dishonesty in any relationship. Number two, avoid talking about things you really need to talk about. Kids, decisions around schedules and Sundays. Number three, sex has decreased or maybe even stopped. I sometimes consider sex sort of the canary in the coal mine for the general health of a relationship. Number four, a decrease in emotional intimacy. Now, you may be fine with scheduling, cooking, shopping, all of that, but the relationship may be no deeper than that. You make really good roommates, but lousy emotional partners. Number five, Every time you talk about church, it ends in hurt or anger. Maybe that one's familiar. Or number six, you never talk about church. Not always helpful either. Seven, the kids are starting to feel the impact. And a lot of times you can see this because they're trying to mediate between parents or placate parents. They try to do exactly what you want. And it's really challenging because... They don't really know what that is always. And you'll see that they it's impacting them when you see them trying to do this sort of scramble to make everything right again. Number eight, you try to punish, and I'm using this word sort of in air quotes, this word punish. You try to punish the other person by being more righteous or perhaps more rebellious, depending on which side of the faith spectrum you sit. And I see this a lot. Maybe you go to church and you're never late where before it didn't really matter as much or you're attending the temple more or you're meeting, you're just being more uh, 
strict. Or maybe more rebellious is your sort of flaunt some of the changes you made. Um, and we do that trying to punish the other person. Number nine, hide behavior from your spouse. Maybe that's drinking coffee or conversations with friends. Maybe that's conversations with the bishop or conversations with other church leaders. Hiding is usually a problem. And then number 10, give ultimatums. It may sound like we have to pay tithing regardless of your opinion, or we can't ever send the kids to primary. Ultimatums are, are also another sign. So if this is you, if you're doing any one of these 10 things or several, you need help. Find a counselor, find a coach, find a therapist, and clean this up. And, and here's why. Often we tell ourselves, you know, this will pass, or it's not so bad, or it's too expensive, or I don't have the time, don't have the money. And I think it's really important to question that and consider the costs of not doing work on your marriage, the cost of keeping the status quo. The price of not addressing these issues is significant. Think about the impact of not addressing these issues for one year or the impact in five years or the impact in 10 years and be honest with yourself. There's a real impact in our lives, in our marriages, in our families if we aren't willing to get help when help is needed. Now consider the cost of making a change, and I'm talking big or small, the cost of improved communication, the cost of less frustration, the cost of acceptance, the cost of increased connection. And what's the impact of that in one year or five years or 10 years? So my faith transition was about five years ago. And at the time, it was a nuclear disaster in our marriage. At least that is exactly how it felt. But I recall a conversation where we both looked each other in the eyes and we committed to this marriage. It was not easy, but as a result of that, we got help. We got counselors, we got coaches, we invested in programs and courses, we got to work. And at first, not much changed. It was still really hard, you know, still even a bit radioactive at times. But now five years later, the impact of those investments is amazing. I would have never imagined it would be like it is now. I genuinely genuinely believe our marriage is better now than even before our faith transition. And I believe it's because we started to really work on our marriage. We started to do the things that help any marriage. We invested in our relationship and that investment has paid off. And I know we'll reap more returns and I continue to invest and make more investments in this relationship. So one of the primary reasons I became a coach is to help me figure this out. I know that being able to teach and help others would help me figure out my own mixed faith marriage. You know, you hear about academics who get into research and it's called me search because they're trying to understand some aspect of themselves. It's exactly what I was doing here. And now I am an expert in mixed faith marriages. I have done the work. I have made the investments. I have written the courses. I have done that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of coaching on mixed faith marriages, both as a client and as a coach, mainly as a coach. And I would say there is 
no downside to getting help for your marriage. Even if you learn one new skill or gain one win or increase your connection by 5%, what is the impact of that in one year or five years or 10 years? I love investing in my marriage. The returns are always worth the investment. So if it's time to invest in your marriage, if you notice you do one of those things on the 10, on the list of 10 things, consider how you want to invest in your marriage. There are many options. Coaching is one of my favorite. Currently, my one-on-one coaching is booked. I'm fully booked, but I am offering a powerful group coaching program starting in February of 2022 called Strengthening Your Mixed Faith Marriage, where I'll walk a very small group of people through a group coaching program. I'll teach concepts specific to a mixed faith marriage. We'll do individual coaching on issues that are real and pertinent to you. You'll want to be in this group. Message me now, and you can get on a free call to learn more about one-on-one coaching or this group. I have very limited free calls that I offer every week. You can go ahead and get on my website, brookeboothcoaching.com, and grab yours, or you can just message me. It's that simple. You can message me via Facebook or through my website. Grab yours now. Get on a call with me. Let's find out about your mixed faith marriage and see what kind of investment would give you the very best returns because it's worth it. Even a 1% improvement in your communication be a, the compound effect of that over time is well worth any investment. But imagine a 50% improvement or a 75% improvement. Compounded over time, these investments are so worth it. So worth it. Okay, wishing you and your mixed faith marriage the very, very best.